0: Hey, John from FatStacksBlog.com here today. I want to talk about something that I consider to be the hardest parts of being a niche site publisher or blogger. If you've been doing this type of work for any length of time, you know there are a lot of hats involved. So Give me an example. I have I have one niche site and I actually have a partner, a silent partner on that. And and frankly, he's the mastermind behind it. And while technically he's not my boss, in practice he is. And I like it. Alright, so ultimately I get to make final decisions, but I do like being told what to do because I respect and I defer to his strategy and his decision because he's proven himself. Revenue was way, way up in about one year, a little bit over a year. So I have no problem deferring to him. He is expert at what he does with this site. So each week he tells me what to do. I do it because I know it'll make more money in the long run. And this arrangement has lowered my stress level for the site because I don't need to make the big decisions. All right. So at the end of the day, Decision-making is tough, tough work. Not physically tough, but mentally tough. And and I've come to recognize this over a few years as running my own business. And this is why I now make an effort as much as I can not to overthink decisions that really don't have an impact in the long term, all right? They seem like they do. A lot of decisions seem like they're really important. But really, looking back at a lot, some decisions I agonize over and spent way too much time dealing with they really only impacted the short term. So what I've been working on last few months is offloading more and more of the day-to-day decision-making of my entire publishing biz. And this is hopefully freeing me up to focus on what I'm good at. And if I get to focus on what I'm good at and what I like to do, that's less stressful because that is my area of expertise. And the more expert you are in doing something, the easier it is to make decisions because when you know what you are doing and you're expert at decision making on a particular topic or aspect or something of your business, there's less certainty. Now, of course, there's you're not going to eliminate uncertainty. I mean, we're making decisions that are dealing with the future, but the more that you know about a particular topic or a business or a strategy or a tactic or whatever it is, your area of expertise is or what you like doing or what you spend the most time doing, the less uncertainty you're going to have. And that that is where the energy drain comes from, in my view. And it's the uncertainty because we fret over it. We don't want to make the wrong decision, even though often what we're fretting over is almost has real, really no impact in the long run, in our minds, it, it looms large. It seems like it's going to be very, very important. And that's because it's uncertain. And so, you know, I, I, I don't say this to minimize the number of important decisions there are when you're going to start a niche site business or you already have one and you're trying to grow it. Okay. So, I mean, off the top of my head, when, you, when you're when you starting a niche site or running one, I mean, there's some pretty weighty decisions and they're stressful. And I've been down this road many, many times and just you know, a quick list off the top of my head would be choosing a niche. People spend weeks, months, maybe even years trying to find the perfect niche. I tend to suggest don't spend that much time on it because, I mean, you spend a year on trying to choose a niche, you could have achieved a lot in that year. On the flip side you don't want to take it too lightly you don't want to have to have like five false starts because you could be you know a year in and realize you've never really chosen the right niche it's it's a tough thing it's it's one of the hardest aspects of this business i've started a lot of sites i too have spent time hmm pondering longer than i probably should have which niche i should go on i've also jumped into niches that i had no business in and they were a failure and i shouldn't have done it so i recognize it's a weighty decision okay another big decision in this business is outsourcing versus doing it yourself right now if if you if you don't have the funds or resources to outsource this decision doesn't apply to you but at some point if your site's making money you're going to face this decision and what should you outsource how much should you outsource who should you outsource to? These are very difficult decisions. What, sh- what tasks should you keep for yourself? What are you better at? These are very, very difficult decisions. Hiring is not easy. Hiring is a very difficult job. You're faced with, even if you create a short list, you've got three or four people, they all look good. Uh, it's a gamble. Chances are not all four are good. good. You, you choose one of them and you may have chosen the wrong person. And I have, and I think most people who have hired have, and it's tough and it's not fun. And it's one of those things where there's always going to be uncertainty baked into it. And so, you know, no matter where you're at with your business, it's hard to hire. And even as I'm working to offload a lot of the day-to-day decision-making and operations of my sites, choosing the person or agency or group to do that is not easy. All right. Consider other aspects. Now, this, I can tell you, is fairly short-term and should not be weighty, but they are. And people will spend way too much time on it and it's basic website setup, all right? People are going to agonize over a hosting company. They're going to agonize over a theme. They're going to agonize over plugins. And I have spent way too much time on all of those. And these decisions should not take up much time. Listen, if you choose the wrong host, don't beat yourself up. If it didn't work out, switch. It's not a big deal. All right? Same with a the theme. You switch a theme, it's not a huge deal. Plugins, I've swapped out so many plugins over the years, it's not a big deal. All right? So don't sweat these. Just... If you're setting up a site, get it done. It shouldn't take longer than a day. If you're somewhat familiar with WordPress, just get it done. You can always change these things up. All right. Other, other decisions that should not take a lot of time, but they sometimes do. And that is choosing what topic or keywords to get started with. All right. I've spent, I've spent hours going back and forth over two keywords, which is ridiculous because in those hours I could have written both articles. And I'm, I'm not kidding. And I've done that. And I don't know why I fall down that trap, but I have. And so you want to avoid that. Another weighty question would be YouTube channel with your site or not. Uh, there's a lot of aspects involved here. I don't want to get into it, but this is, this can be a weighty decision. And actually this does have a Fairly serious long-term impact, so should not be made lightly. And the reason I say it does have a long-term impact is it's a huge effort to do it. It takes a long time for that to work. And, you know, there is an upfront investment in equipment and so forth. So so that is a fairly important decision that you should not make lightly. And, and it's it's one of those hard ones. I'm not particularly great at videos, so I tend not to really go down that road. Uh, should you do an email newsletter or not? I would err on the side of at least collect subscribers and you have them and you figure out what you can do with that down the road. You don't necessarily have to invest a lot of time in trying to figure out the right type of newsletter in the beginning. But it's something that you could, you should start probably and figure out what you're going to do down the road. A lot of e- e- email service providers offer like the first 500 or first 1,000 or whatever subscribers free. So it's not going to cost you anything to start collecting them. Once you have the 500 or 1,000, you start playing around with that. So that should not be a weighty decision. I think by default, it's good to start collecting it. And if it doesn't work out and you can't make it work out down the road, so what? It didn't really cost you much money or time. All right, so those are sort of the higher level aspects of niche site publishing then, we're, then then you could drill down into each article and all the decisions involved in publishing an article and there's lots right like what what are you going to be your, your wording your introduction your your keyword density uh, you're going to f- phrase the title on and on and on every aspect of an article you write has many many decisions so these should not be that weighty the writing process you get better and better at over the time and shouldn't shouldn't spend too much time on those and it should almost become automatic once you've got a systems in place but i recognize that hey these these again are decisions that need to be made so overall it's an exhausting process in a day in and a day out it's exhausting because it's the uncertainty there's so many things we do as publishers on these sites that involve uncertainty you spend hours days maybe weeks on an article and it may go nowhere and that's frustrating that's stressful you may start a whole new site and it's uncertain whether it's going to work, all right? That is stressful because you're going to put a lot of time and money into it. So, the whole process is, is, is filled with uncertainty and that makes it a hard position. But once you do get some results and you're starting to generate some revenue from your site, that's the point you want to start thinking about, okay, well, what do I enjoy doing as part of this entire process? What what am I good at? And figure out ways that you can focus more on that. Now, I'm not saying early on you're going to be able to just like get rid of all the stuff you don't like doing. And that's not realistic. And, and it's not even realistic with with me. I'm still involved in the big decisions even though I'm trying to offload stuff. But it's, you know, every, every little bit of stuff. Uh, tasks or aspects of running this that you can get off your plate that you don't entirely care for. It's going to make your day better. You're going to be able to focus more on what you like and what you're good at. That's in the long run is probably a very good thing to do. It's also a lifestyle issue. At the end of the day, like there are days when I get bogged down into doing stuff that I really don't like doing. Okay, I'll give you two examples. Well, one big example. Anything accounting, anything I got to deal with accounting and it's got to be done and it's... I, I suppose I could deli. I delegate outsource as much as I can in terms of the bookkeeping and all that, but there are still things that I need to do and sometimes they take a few hours and I don't like doing it. Uh, it it's it's a hard day. Um, not usually a whole lot of decision-making there. It's just something I don't care to do. Uh, but there are going to be higher-level things where I still have to be involved in. Anything SEO-related is, is stressful because it's so uncertain. And, you know, I'm not a... Expert SEO when it comes to the super technical stuff. I don't do offsite SEO. Then of today, the I'm more of a publisher and I definitely do optimize content as best I can and my sites to rank. That's something that's under my control. I know it fairly well. But you know what? Even no, no matter how much you get to know this stuff, the algorithms are always changing, the competition is always changing. It's just one of these. It's it's so dynamic that everything we do, there's no certainty to do it. We don't know if it's going to work. It's a put in the effort and it's a wait and see and figure out. And the thing is, you can figure all this out over time and get success and results and, and even, even create a checklist that, that works. But you know what? Because the industry is evolving all the time, thanks largely to Google constantly rolling out updates, and well, it's it's their business, they do whatever they want, but that means that it's, you know, the checklist that we relied on five years ago is not the same checklist today for SEO. So it's a stressful, it's a stressful thing. And I think it's even stressful for a lot of SEOs who, um, that's all they do, right? And because for them, it's even uncertain. They work for clients and so forth. But for them who probably, let's say you're an SEO with an, um, and you have... 15 clients and you let's say you focus at a particular industry let's say it's type of local business or whatever they probably have a pretty good process that's consistently going to work for them as long as they're not doing some real black hat stuff that could come around and, and hurt them in the long run so you know for them the decision making and the uncertainty is a lot lower than say for someone like me who's building out large global content sites, trying to rank all different types of content. In some ways, it's easier for me too. I I have a lot of latitude in terms of the content I can go after and topics and that sort of thing. Some work, some don't work. So pros and cons of both. But at the end of the day, you're never going to get rid of all the tough decision making. I'm not, I'm not strong, I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to reduce it. And and I think that's the best you can do. And I think it's important to recognize that hey, all these decisions that are built into this is there's gonna be some that you have to deal with and they're not easy. But the ones that aren't important, get rid of them and don't, don't don't like hosting, just pick one. All right. They're all pretty good. And if if you happen to choose wrong, all right, so what? Move on. It it probably didn't cost you a whole lot of money. Same with the theme. Uh, same with most plugins out there none of, none of these things are, are big deals which keywords you tackle first not really a huge deal because if if you're if you've drilled down and you've got your face with 30 article topics chances are you're probably going to cover them all at some point so it doesn't really matter just start going after them one after the other and so basically anything that is not that weighty and doesn't have really a long-term impact just don't don't sweat it and it's easy for me to say hey it's always it's always easy to talk about this stuff it's never Never easy when you're faced with it. So, you know, even in my personal life, I mean, you know, we get bogged down with such dumb stuff. uh Decision. I've spent more time, you know, trying to choose a twenty-five dollar plug-in or some twenty-five dollar item I'm, I'm buying for whatever reason. I spent more time choosing that than you know the house I bought or or vehicles I bought. You know, I just normally spend a lot of time researching vehicles, and they're expensive. And you know, at the end of the day, the, most of them, you know, if you get them new or few years old they're, they're gonna work they're gonna work well they're, they're <laughs> they get me from a to b and that's kind of really all i really care about so uh you know on the flip side uh, which is going to tie this into niche site publishing directly and it's kind of ironic is there are some things where i will spend an inordinate amount of time and i'm okay with that and most people would look at me and say uh that is a big waste of time and I don't think so because I actually enjoy the process. And one weird example would be vacation planning. I spend way too much time doing. Most people probably just snag the first flight that works, hotel that looks reasonably good. I spend a lot of time researching all this stuff and it's a process I don't mind doing and I do it. I don't go on a lot of trips so when I do need, need to book a trip, that's what I do. But then, are other things in my life like clothing or sporting gear i i I don't spend you know i play tennis but i buy a racket i just go grab one i'm I'm not a professional I, i don't think you know if i spend on racket a that's 150 bucks and racket b that's 150 but it's not going to make any difference to my game so i know that and and so i just pick and so you know but there are people who will obsess over sporting gear and maybe they enjoy the the entire process gear is part of the activity and that's fun for them and i get that and you know what that's where the niche site publishers come in we serve the obsessed and that is pretty cool because The obsessed are the people who are going to read everything and they're going to read all your product reviews. They're going to read all the info content you have out there. And if you do a good job, you're going to serve them. They're a good audience member. They're going to click your links. They're going to be on the page a long time. So those ads make money. That's who we're serving is the obsessed. Thanks for listening.